0: Okay, welcome everybody to Conversations with One Million Meditators. I'm really excited today. We have a super special guest joining us all the way from Australia. Damien, welcome. So welcome. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. And Bella.
1: That, that was that was Bella. Bella the blue torpedo.
0: <laughs> She's just joining in our groove, eh? Hey? She,
1: gonna... she is. She well, is. It's warm by the fire just here, so. Yeah.
0: Well, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Guys, I'm just going to introduce Damien here. Um, The modern era of music has given way to enigmas and artists of all shapes and forms who break the norm of what we have come to expect as far as what an artist truly is. Damien Horton is one such artist that epitomizes the essence of the modern era. Um, A multi-talented author, motivational speaker, singer, songwriter, and guitarist. From South Australia, Damien creates music that is both both vulnerable and powerful, driven by a desire to help others reconnect with their emotions and heal. He published his first book in 2018 titled 45 seconds. How almost dying changed or saved my life. Sorry, I'm not reading. I'm just saying (laughs) how almost dying saved my life. Um, This is going to be such a cool conversation. Uh, I'm so grateful to have you here today. Welcome. Welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm super pumped.
0: I know, me too. Like we've connected a couple of times kind of leading up to this. And I've heard about your story and I can't wait to dive into it. Um, but 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 before we like, I don't know, should we talk? Can you, should we play music? Should we do have some fun with this? <laughs>
1: um yeah, it's up to you. Maybe <laughs> maybe let's just do a song to get things I know. started.
0: That's that's what I was that? feeling. Yeah, I know. I would love yeah. it. I think it'd be so cool. So Everybody ah, cool. in the comments below, post where you're from. This is going to be
1: awesome. Tune right, in. So this is, I shouldn't really be doing it. Like this is unreleased, this one. Um, this is the title track off the new EP. But it's just got a good acoustic feel and it's gale force winds out there. We've got the fire lit inside. So I thought this would be perfect. So this is called Open Highway. <laughs>
2: I know which way she goes. Tell them all I follow. You know that she be home forgiven. The open highway sings her song. You wanna come? Hard open, she go there. Tell me which way, sinner for the forest the mother Christ. Show me a better way to live our life. Deal for love. Make it a deal you, promise true. I can feel in the stars and the silver moon. Let me know it's up. Coming I wait for you. to be home alright. Till I know which way she goes. Got my heart and got my soul. You know that. Tell me which way, sinner. Let me be misunderstood, let it be the last one on the rise. Do it all for love, make it up to you a promise true. I can feel her in the stars and the silver moon Let me know what you're coming to I'd wait for you Make it up to you, a promise true I can feel her in the stars and the silver moon Let me know what you're coming to I'd wait for you Shoot will home, home, ride right. Make it up to you, promise true. I can feel in the stars and silver moon. Let me know if you're coming true I wait for you. Make it up to you, Valentine. I can make it up to you, girl, a thousand times. The setting
1: sun can never overcome what I feel for you. She'll be home all, alright. Woohoo! That's
0: open, that's open <laughs> highway. Absolutely amazing! Thank you so much. That was incredible. Um, Thank you. Yeah! Everybody post in the comments below those joining on. Tell us where you are joining from. Okay I know I kind of like rushed you right into that because I get so excited and um I was it was so awesome when we connected and I like got to just find out all about your story and everything you've been into. So so amazing. So amazing. I can't wait to dive into it.
1: I I love the synchronicity though (laughs) of how we connected. I know right? Absolutely yeah.
0: (laughs) It was crazy it was so crazy like the timing and everything but that's how things roll you know
2: it is how things (laughs) roll yeah
1: especially in 2021
0: yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely i love it okay so you know before we totally like i don't know dive into everything i want to ask you of course because we are here on one million meditators how did meditation come into your life
1: oh okay so uh actually the for the first time i had a friend when i was a kid um and his mum was actually she she got quite ill um and so she was doing like into uh Buddhism and learning meditation and everything so we were just bratty little kids um listening to Guns N' Roses and jumping around the backyard with sticks and you know doing what the kids do and um she asked if we'd like to learn how to meditate so I think I lasted about three or four minutes, bailed on it. And then meditation didn't come back into my life until August 12. And uh, August 12, 2007 was sort of like the day my life actually began in many ways. So that was my near-death experience. Um, so for those who don't know me, I had like a 10-year battle um, with severe depression, uh, clinical severe depression, self-hate, anxiety, addiction problems, a dark place, right? a nasty, nasty place. And then this moment in time where I made a really bad decision and had um, a severe car accident, so critical head injuries and uh, shattered my spine, broke my back in six places. I was in a coma, so um, they had to fully rebuild my head. My face has got 44 pieces of titanium in it now, and... Um, after yeah marathon surgery blah 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 blah, they put me all back together, and um I guess I came out of this coma um, with like a clean slate in in many ways, like I just realized I couldn't blame myself for decisions I'd made in the past um, that wasn't gonna get me anywhere, and although the prognosis was it was as bleak as you can imagine like. In that coma, they were talking about me um, being in a wheelchair for the rest of my life, uh, being blind and being permanently brain damaged, like severe permanent brain damage because of the, the injuries, I had critical head injuries, frontal lobe and temporal lobe and then hemorrhaging through my entire brain globally as well. So I realised that I had, to, I had to come back to love. As cliche as that's going to sound for you, it's just like simple logic. I'm in intensive care. I'm 42 kilos. Mum and my brother have have left. They've gone home and I'm alone. I'm scared and I'm in extreme pain. Um, And I just, I let myself grieve, to be honest with you. I just, I connected with my heart, had a big cry and came back to love and set my intention that I was going to walk out of that place within a week, basically. Um, And then, uh, yeah, 10 days later I did. And then as I started um, this journey of, like, the old me is gone now. So, like, this is the death of the old me. Um, I'm going to change myself in every way possible. Um, A friend said, how about we go and learn meditation? And one of the doctors at the Brain Rehabilitation Centre said to me that it would be so beneficial for you to get back into your music straight away um, and also to learn meditation because it allows time for – uh, the brain often goes into sensory input overload after a, a brain injury. And it, if you picture like being in a shower right, and there's fog everywhere and you can't see and you've been studying for exams and you've been awake for four days, so you can't think, you can't see properly. It, picture that and times it by like 100. That's what critical head injuries feels like. It's really confusing. And my memory was just atrocious and I couldn't articulate myself. I couldn't just, I couldn't speak to another person without stopping and trying to find the words and like, remember like, what's that word that means this? And so we went down to learn to meditate and we learned our Vedic meditation. And I got my mantra and that was the moment in time that changed my, my world, changed my life. And I, I cured depression and healed myself um, from critical head injuries. And I would attribute more than 50% of that um, to meditation. So yeah, that's a long story, but that's it, yeah.
0: Wow, that's that's just absolutely amazing. Um, It's incredible. You know, a few of our conversations we had, you mentioned mind over matter, and that truly is (laughs) the power of mind over matter. My gosh, like that's just absolutely incredible story. And um, yeah the power of meditation, you know, prayer and those things um, just can be so powerful in how they ripple out. So thank you for sharing Absolutely.
1: That. Yeah, and even the, the medical establishment um, have said to me, like the, the best of the best, the doctors and the nurses um, in the recovery ward said that there's this extra element that Western allopathic medicine can't explain. And from their professional opinion, it's, it's the human spirit is willpower. And people, people with injuries a million times less severe than mine often never recover, never go back to work, um, you know, ne- never do any of that sort of stuff. And they're on pain medication or, you know, have psychological issues for the rest of their life. So I started this journey of like, okay, there's a higher truth than what I always placed in, you know, the, the paradigms that we have. Here in the West, you know that like doctors are like God and all of that sort of stuff. I had to shift my my mindset about that, and it started uh, what's now is a thirteen over thirteen year journey of research um, into consciousness and spirituality and mind over matter and neuroscience and biology. So epigenetics and understanding how we switch genes on and how we can turn genes off and the power of meditation and what mind over matter actually is, understanding the placebo effect. Um, And so, yeah, it's over 13 years later and um, that's what I've dedicated my life to now is just helping people making music and writing books and with my YouTube channel and just coaching and helping people through stuff.
0: Wow, that's just, that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, And I know you've worked with some really, really incredible um, people that like, I mean, I've followed for years, I and mean, when you were talking about synchronicity, I think the cool thing um, that you pulled from this, and and what you're doing with this, is kind of like what the doctor said: get back into music, get back into something that you love. And there's, I don't know, I think there's something special about sound and vibration when you combine it with the power of, you know, the mind as well. That creates a pretty
1: remarkable ripple.
0: I couldn't agree more. <laughs>
1: yep. I mean, everything, everything, everything is frequency as Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand this universe, you have to think energy because, um, everything's made up of atoms and we think they're like little marbles, but, um, they're not, it's 99.99999%, uh, nothing physical, no physicality at all. It's, it's frequency or like actually vortices of energy, um, that make up this entire universe. So we're 0.000001% solid stuff. And so when we're a materialist, when we become materialists, and and I, I, I was the biggest culprit of this. We look in the mirror and we think that that's us. That's who we are. Whether the image staring back at us, whether job title, whether you know all the stuff that the ego um, loves to attach to. But the truth is there's a far higher um, truth out there. And this is coming from someone who was an atheist and believed in nothing for his entire life, basically. But that near-death experience is like 4K compared to standard definition. Like the things that you see on the television and the things that authority figures have told me it's like old standard death on VHS tapes compared to 4K because when you have the experience yourself, and for me, I experienced the true self, I experienced consciousness beyond this world in that coma. And I haven't moved for 13 years. It's a it's a it's just knowing. And once you have that, you can never back away from it because it's it's a higher truth. As cliche as that sounds, it's it's just yeah. And so also I think you put a link in the Uh, description there that anyone watching the show gets my free ebook as well so that you can um, check out my story if they want to
0: yes and we will drop the link for um, Damien's um, to, to, to subscribe to his channel as well as for his book and then there's a special free gift download single Maybe that'll be coming up. You can tell us about a little bit later, um, but yeah, yeah, you'll be able to have access to that. So do it, do it, do it. <clears throat> um, I, 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 I want to read your book. I'm so excited to, to dive into it because, you know, that's, that's a big, that's a big journey that, you know, you've gone through. So I'm just curious to ask you because, you know, we've kind of tapped into a little bit of this sound and vibration and frequency thing. And, you know, as mentioned earlier, one of the things that I thought was so cool was the artist that, you know, you grew up with and you were connected with, and that was like your inspiration. Um, and I read something, I don't know if it was an article about you when I was stalking you. Um, <laughs> um, something along the lines of, you know, I think there was, you said something about, it was like 10 years you had stood in like the audience looking up on stage, visualizing yourself, like playing one day. Was that all prior to your accident? Was that afterwards? Um, I read that and I was just like, I want to know more about that. I want to know more
1: about that. (laughs) Well, if we're going to – is the audio still all right here? Because we have 65-kilometer winds outside at the moment. Is it okay? It's
0: good on my end. If anybody in the comments below hears anything, let me know. (laughs) Post in
1: the comments. I'm I'm worried I'm going to blow away in a second. That's all. Um, So, yeah, I guess, look, since – since I was a little boy, I've always known that I've always I've always just innately understood that intention affects the world we live in, that our mindset and our personality um, can manifest things in our life. I've just always known that. And I think a lot of kids do understand this stuff. And then it sort of gets like conditioned out of us as we go through the schooling system. And again, the authority figures that um, sort of just say, you know, well, you're being silly, little Timmy, you know, that's not possible. Um, well, now we've got the hail coming in. That's all right. Um, so I've always known that if you mentally rehearse something, so if you visualise something in your life and um, you embrace it emotionally so you can actually feel inside, like it's the world of imagination that we're talking about, and you can abs- actually feel the emotion that's congruent with having that event in your future and you just get out of the way, you just surrender it, then it can manifest in your life. Um, My new music video, Half-Life, actually had a quote at the start on YouTube. We pulled it out because I'm trying to keep my motivational speaking and my music separate. I don't know if I can do that for much longer, but it just started with any dream you have inside yourself, if persisted in over time, will manifest in your life you are that powerful and that's what i've found to be true in my own life i used to sit in the crowd looking up at i mean one of my musical heroes was um jeff martin of the tea party you know connect the canadians out there know the tea party very well and um i got to meet jeff 10 years ago and i looked up and i actually spoke to jeff after the show and said look can i do this like can anyone write and share that part of their soul and do this dream that I've had since I was a little boy? And he just looked at me and said, yeah, of course you can, brother. Of course you can, brother, like that. And he grabbed my guitar and he signed it and he believed in me. But at that point in my journey, I still didn't believe in myself. So my consciousness hadn't expanded to the point where I could own it and back it. Um, But, yeah, so basically through visualising that in the world of imagination and in staying true to that dream and I mean I'm like I'm stubborn like that I'm not anything special I don't like people putting up on any pedestals at all but one attribute I have is my tenacity I'm really stubborn um, when it comes to a dream I have inside if I don't understand something or I can't play something on the guitar or I don't understand something to do with physics or chemistry or or anything like that i will not stop until i get it and i can teach it i can explain it back to a, a group of people because i just like learning once you've had your brain damaged as severely as mine you just want to learn you just become this sponge you know and um so yeah that's what happened with many of the mentors in my life like i i manifested jeff martin and we made a couple of records last year and uh, Jeff, Jeff would tell you himself that I manifested him. Um, I manifested uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza a couple of years ago, and um, got to know him really, really well, and spoke on stage with him at a number of events, and a couple of my other uh, mentors as well. Um, I've been lucky to have some of the greats, some of the greatest spiritual teachers and, and scientists um, share part of their knowledge with me uh, to help me help other people. So. Yeah, that that's the long way around. I guess it's just it's it's been a blessing is what is how I'd say.
0: Yeah, thank you. That that's so cool. I absolutely love that. You know, one of the things when I was little, my father always said to me was anything was possible. So I love that you shared that like stubbornness because I'm kind of the same way. I would get design projects over the years and people are like, you can't do that. I'm like, Yeah, I can. Yeah, just watch, I can do it. <laughs> you yeah. know, and you you just visualize it and then suddenly you you know you just make it happen and when it comes from fingers. like a blank space right yeah yeah totally yeah, yeah. so and then um, you there so yeah so so what was it like what was it like when this list came to fruition like did was it like a knowing was it like this inner like just i knew this was going to happen or can you
1: tell us a little bit about that it's like oh you mean with, with making these records with jeff martin
0: yeah, like when you finally got there and you knew it was going to happen and it was real, like was it, was it already like you were in it? Well, okay, so. Or did you like do some like yippee-jumpy jacks? I,
1: <laughs> no, I guess I've, I believe that um, if you're going to teach, you've got to own it and you've got to be the living example of what you teach. So I have to be an example for the people I've mentored and coached so I apply everything that I teach in my own life. And um, truth be told, the, the day I arrived up in Byron Bay to meet Jeff, I'd flown up there with, you know, a guitar and a suitcase and like a little songwriting book. And, you know, I stopped at the bottom of the mountain and I was like, I'm out. I'm not going. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Who do I think I am? Um And then I remembered that we had this tendency to put people up on pedestals and everyone I've been able to manifest and and speak with these huge superstars and get to know them and call them a friend, it's always when I've met them as an equal and just led by love and and respect and then they reciprocate and you realise, wow, like we're all in this together, they're just normal people. Um, So I paused at the bottom of the mountain, my shadow or my pain body, um, tried to talk me out of it. It was like, turn around. Who do you think you are? You're useless. Blah, 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 blah. You've had a brain injury, you know. And I just was aware of it. And this is what I teach people. The first step to change and transformation is awareness. So I could see the shadow. I could just, I could see that little voice in my head. I know what it is. It's just a set of neurons in my brain that I've fired together and myelinated. And I can either listen to it or not and that's when we become the observer when metacognition when we can actually observe our own thoughts that's mastery of self when you understand how you predictably disempower yourself and when you understand who you really are in your heart and you let that guide you and you go regardless like i don't care i'm all good if you you know people don't agree or you don't love me i'm going to be me in this moment and i've let that guide me since i came out of hospital so um yeah, I got to work with some huge names in the Australian music industry um, and in the world, um, and we made music that I guess I'm going to be on my deathbed and I'm never going to regret that decision that I made to go and um, have Jeff Martin be my producer. And it was actually my partner, Fiona, before I left South Australia, I was like, I'm not doing it. I- I'm not doing it. This is not happening. And she just gave me a kick in the ass and reminded me that these dreams I've had inside myself, they've been there since I was a little boy, such a little boy, looking up at, you know, people like, um, you know, like the Beatles and like Slash from Guns N' Roses and, you know, all of that when I was this little boy wanting to make music. And so she kicked me in the ass, and I went up there, we got it done, It's music that I'm incredibly proud of. I know Jeff Martin's incredibly proud of it or else he wouldn't have put his name to it, um, And then, yeah, here we are on the other side. We're just starting to roll it all out and get it out there to the world, get it out into everyone's ears. And there's another album already written as well, so I'm trying to twist Jeff's arm. But the Tea Party have got their commitments with their new record. Uh, But I want to get back there to make this new record because one of the songs is actually about this experience. It's exactly the question you just asked me, Um, and it's called Ocean's Cry. And it's the whole journey of the dream and then the self-doubt and it's something that you've dropped that pebble into that pond of intention for your whole life and you've kept going and then you've given up on the dream but you've come back and you've kept dropping those pebbles in for it to come and manifest in your life how that felt and I've put it all into a song and I've tried to encapsulate it in in the chord structure, in the melody, et cetera. So, yeah, it's the song I'm most excited about. On the next album.
0: I'm excited to hear it too. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> when does it come out? When does it come out? Everybody's gonna wanna know.
1: Okay, so Half Life has just dropped, and then I've just had another single come out yesterday, and it was one that's been in the back pocket since um, 2019 when I recorded Footsteps been up on Spotify for a while now, it, that did quite well. It made it to number two on Triple J's Unearth chart. So here in Australia, we've got the Triple J Unearth Charts. So that song was recorded at the same time but stuck in the back pocket. So I thought, let's just get it out into the world so that I can now move forward with all the tracks I've done with Jeff. And um, in the next couple of weeks, the next new single will be coming out. And the plan is, like, I'll drop a few singles, get people – absorbing that listening to that interacting with that and then would we'll drop an ep and then we we'll wait a little bit and then drop a few more singles and then drop an ep because that's the music industry in 2021 with streaming services as an artist we put our heart our soul our life our money on the line self i self-funded all of this and the old way like in the 90s early 2000s you just drop an album 13 tracks or whatever you just drop an album Maybe you've had a single come out on the radio beforehand. But for independent artists in 2021, this is sort of how we have to operate with things like Spotify and Apple Music. So, yeah, that's the plan. So lots of you're going to be saturated with new music over the next couple of months. Yeah.
0: I think that deserves some snaps. (laughs) I'm feeling (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. We'll keep you guys posted on that coming out. So Damien, I would love to ask you a little bit about your experience um, with the power of collective meditation. And I mean, and if you want to tie a little bit into your experience and bringing sound into that from. I'm sure you've had some experiences with this, so I'm just going to.
1: Yes. Okay. (laughs) so, well, I you gave me just a couple of questions uh, this morning before we jumped on this call. And you were asked, you said about, you know, the collective impact of, of people meditating on mass. And I actually remembered something really cool that I saw a few years ago um, where I am now. So I am in the middle of Australia, in the middle of nowhere in a log cabin. There's nothing here. Like, you know, I've got to provide for myself and um, light the fire and, go out and go fishing and, and all that sort of stuff. And um, there's, a little, there's a little like general store um, about two kilometres down the road and they've got like a notice pin-up board there. And I remember it, like, like it was yesterday, I, this is about four years ago, I walked up the stairs and I looked at the notice board and it said, US military generals drop love bombs to save the world. And I'm like, what? And this article was from the 80s. It was from 1980 or 1982, 1983, and it was a cutout. And, see, I obviously I'm completely anti-war. I'm anti-violence. I know that from a higher point of consciousness we can resolve the issues that plague humanity without resorting to dropping bombs on our brothers and sisters. Um, You know, I I got to meet Wayne Dyer just before he passed, and he he looked at me and he said the intelligence or the consciousness that beats your heart and regulates the systems of your body and grows your fingernails does so for everyone in this room, regardless of your sexual preference, the colour of your skin or your political views. And I was like, boom, like, that's a truth bomb right there. So I'm, I'm anti-violence, anti-war. I want to see a sustainable world for the next generation. I believe in civil liberties, freedom of speech and democracy. Um, and so to see this cut out, U.S. military generals, they're in the Pentagon, and this is real. They had done studies on it. They found that a collective intention of them going into meditation and sending that love to a part of the world that was war-stricken or where violence and crime were, they statistically, and this has been proven again and again, you've got to go digging for the studies that intention does affect matter at a distance Einstein's spooky action at a distance it does work so we've got to come back to how does it work well let's be scientific and i'm i'm yet to have anyone um uh, say that this is flawed logic everything in this universe is energy everything is made up of atoms it's as simple as that this body of mine this chain around my neck the room i'm sitting in the entire universe And Albert Einstein said the sole governing agency of the particle, the atom, is the field. So when he's talking about the field, he's talking about the unified field of information, the quantum field that, or some people could call it spirit, you could call it source, you could call it God, you call it whatever you want to. We, We know about it in here, right? We just weren't taught much about it at school. So this unified field of information gives life to matter, um, and there's a principle in quantum physics known as collapsing the wave function that says that the act of consciousness, okay, so our consciousness observing or measuring collapses that that wave into a momentary phenomenon that we call a particle. So that's how consciousness is actually creating reality. And it sounds groovy with quantum physics, but I experienced it in my coma Um in that space, in my coma, I had total recall. And the moment I remembered the identity, right, the, the image, the, the reflection in the mirror with the pain and the problems and the past and the credit cards, all of that, the Damien Horton, the moment I remembered me in form was the moment I snapped out and I'm in intensive care and my brother's on my left-hand side, my mum's on my right-hand side and I'm 42 kilos And I had no memory of crashing my car and I'm in extreme pain and I can't see and emotions are running high. I'm crying. Everyone's crying. So I know this from personal experience that consciousness creates reality. So if there's also a a property uh, in this universe uh, known as entrainment, which is all about vibration, okay, Nikola Tesla, if you want to understand this universe, think energy, okay? You've got to stop being a materialist because you can't, see it and touch it we're like oh it doesn't exist well the greatest minds that have ever existed are telling us it's real and have also said the the textbooks need to be thrown in the bin throw them out einstein said it because the educational model the political model and the medical model it's broken down but like it's time for a new paradigm for people to really expand their consciousness and start understanding we've got some big problems in the world right now but i digress so um if you are feeling an emotion that emotion is an electromagnetic field okay emotion originates from old french let's look at the etymology of the word it means energy in motion to get movement from that's what your emotions actually are okay we feel sorrow and grief in the heart the polarity of love so that when we lose someone and our mother or our sister or our brother passes a boyfriend you know, our, our child gets a disease, whatever, so that we can feel, so that we can heal. You've got to feel if you want to heal. So every emotion has a different electromagnetic signature. And the thing here is the, the uh, California, the, Inst- the HeartMath Institute of California have, have scientifically shown and proven that when you go into love, when you feel the emotions connected to the true self or the human spirit, you put in whatever word you want there, Your personal field, okay, the electromagnetic field of the heart expands to over nine and a half metres away from your body. In that moment, you are more energy and less physical, you're less matter. But when you go into blame and hatred and shame and guilt, it contracts. And it contracts because, as I said before, it takes energy to create chemistry. So when you go into fight or flight, okay, survival, this person's trying to harm me. I'm at rage with this Facebook post. I've got to lash out. You pull from the field to create the hormones of stress because energy gives life to matter. That's what Einstein said. So to switch on those hormones of stress, you've got to pull from your field. And the HeartMath Institute of California found that it shrunk to just a centimetre or two away from your body, and you are now more matter. You're more physical and less the expression of the true self, love, (laughs) compassion, gratitude. So this physical property, and I know it's a long way around, but I'm getting there. So this physical property in the universe is known as entrainment, and what it says is that basically coherent frequency, okay, those, that heightened vibration, the faster frequency of love consumes and entrains the dissonant lower vibration of hatred and war and violence and guilt and shame and blaming your brothers and blaming your sisters so a good example of this is go on YouTube and look up entrainment metronomes. You get all these metronomes and you get them all ticking out of time. All right? It sounds horrific. It's just it's dissonant. You're like, ah, oh, shut that door. Okay. No human hand touches the metronomes. Hundred metronomes. Close the door and you come back some time later, and every single metronome is in perfect resonance perfect coherence with one another because there's a tendency towards order there's a tendency towards love in this universe it's all around us you just don't see it on the news because if you've just done a simple study of the news it's 99 percent fear and one percent love uh where it should at the very least it should be 50 50 in in a world of polarity obviously okay so love is the true self conscious love is what we really are love creates life i mean So the point is, en masse, when people come together in love and people come together for the greatest good of a community, of humanity, um, and you change the frequency in your body and you let that emotion guide you, regardless of other people maybe trying to tear you down or what they say or, you know, he's all new age fluff, when you own your truth and you live by that and you get a group of people doing that, you can change the world through entrainment because the slower dissonant frequency of judgment and hatred and blame and war and guilt and sexism racism all of this stuff they're all attributes of our survival self and The heart only the heart knows. Okay, the heart is the union of polarity um, between our base uh, animal survival self and our divinity our connection to the universe or whatever you want to call it there so the heart is that union of polarity so There's no doubt that physics proves that the intention and people en masse coming together to meditate can change the world and change the electromagnetic signature of the other people around us that are having a bad day, okay? The other people that are still stuck in that survival state, we've got to bring them along with us and you've got to be the example. You've got to be the living proof of the change you want to see in the world, and and every day you've got to show up and be that person, and then you're contributing to the prob uh, to the solution, rather than magnifying the problem, because that's how that's how the brain works. When you focus on problems, you get problems. You find they just get they get worse. When you focus on solutions, then your life changes and everything changes. So that that's a long way around, but that's what I know to be true.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all that because yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, it kind of ties into also to, uh, or like what's coming to my experiences, what kind of questions are you asking yourself, you know? Um, and that, that has a lot of what, what's going to come into your vortex um, because, you know, you can ask something that, that, closes off possibility versus asking in a way that opens up possibility and um like you know that awareness piece that you brought in earlier it's you know it's all i i'm I'm like not even coming up with my words i'm drawing blanks now i have like all these downloads coming in right now this happens to me when my mind starts going oh wait let's talk about this wait let's talk about that you said something there so yeah yeah
1: i was doing that this (laughs) morning as well i'm like oh all this stuff was downloading and i'm like you know what I'm just going to go with the flow and just sort of um, see whatever comes out while we're talking. Um, But yeah, so it's like, you know, she who says she can and she who says she can't are both correct. Like that's the thing. You don't want to say it can't be done. You say, how can it be done? It's like me with my healing when I was told I would never smell ever again, you know, and you've severed the olfactory bulb in your brain. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to keep going until I, heal my own sense of smell so it's like that that's sort of what i mean about the news it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame yeah okay so it's a stream of consciousness and my near-death experience allowed me to see mainstream media from a lens up here okay rather than being in it and it's 99 percent problem focused fear-based focus and i went hang on like I'm seeding my consciousness, my subconscious brain every day accepts, surrenders and believes, anything I'm being told through it. So it's now been 11 years without television for me personally. I just cut that off and started learning about what I want to seed my subconscious mind with, you know, things that were about expansion and about people being there for each other and compassion and creativity, you know, like that's ultimately that's why we're here. I didn't know this before my near death experience. Okay. I just thought it's like, whatever, like, you know, we evolved from a monkey, didn't we? And we're, we're just physical beings living physical lives It's the biggest lie we've ever been told. We are not physical beings living physical lives, you know, a random series of events that have made us evolve from a monkey and there's no purpose in you even being in this universe. It's for me, with what I've experienced, it's almost hilarious. It's almost comical. If it, weren't the predominant mind view that most of the western world has now adopted because of what we've been told um but i'll never stop and i'll never waver from what i've experienced because you can't unknow something when it expands your consciousness if if you experience it and you know it then it's a higher truth um so yeah that that's just that's what i know what i know is that um when people come together and it's for the greatest good we solve problems when we focus on problems either either by ourselves or collectively, okay in communities, countries, etc, in systems, in, in certain systems in the Western world. when you focus on problems, uh, hey, consciousness is collapsing the wave function. let's not forget that. So you're just going to keep creating that world. Do you know what I mean? Like your mindset, your personality, your mindset and your intention. Is collapsing the wave function it's creating your your world and your worldview around you so you always want to be solutions focused and that way you dig yourself out of the problem you pull yourself out of the pain body and out of these base survival centers down here Um, and you you move that energy and inspiration is the movement of energy that's you're moving energy up the spine and now you go I'm going to change the world today. I'm going to write a new song today. I'm going to help underprivileged children in South Africa today. I'm like, whatever it is, you light up, you turn off the television and say, why am I doing this to myself? Because it's one lens and one stream of consciousness. And the issue I've seen here is in politics and in media, these people are devout materialists. There's almost none of the true self of the human spirit in that lens. And Again, that's an issue for me, so that's why I do what I do and that's why I keep creating and I keep writing and I keep coaching people and making my videos and writing songs.
0: Well, and and one of the things that I love that you've come back to is the sound, the vibration, you know, the music, because I'm sure anybody watching can attune to walking in, whether it's a concert or whether it's a celebration, a party, doesn't matter what it is, if you're by yourself and you turn on some music that ups your vibe, it can make the biggest difference in the world in shifting your energy, and collectively, when we come together and and we bring in that sound, I don't—I just think of times whether it's, um, you know. It, people uh, singing together or whether they're in the vibration of sound together it is so healing and it shifts things so much shifts things so much I mean you can be in a room with I'm sure uh, that's why I want to ask you about this because I'm sure you've been on stage of thousands of people before that all of a sudden start singing in harmony when you're up there and I know I've been that experience before and it's just really really cool how everybody you know you're talking about the metronomes but you know as humans in can that Yeah, yeah, you know, we've got that same thing. We can all be in a space together, listening to something and singing together and everybody starts moving together and, yeah. So touch on that a little bit, touch on that a little bit. Because, you know, when you mentioned you got your mantra, I was like, you know, you know know about this.
1: (laughs) Totally, and it's like, um, because that frequency, that faster, higher vibration, in trains it pulls everyone in but there's always a couple of hanger honorers and it's we're not blaming on anyone i've been that guy i've been in that place for most of my life but when you're still trapped in that that limited chemistry of that lower vibration emotion um you want to walk away you want to just leave the concert. like everyone's dancing and having so much fun and right now i just want my pain and the reason we do that is our pain validates uh, the way we're thinking. And, you know, it's, it's like this redundant cycle of um, I know this feeling's in the body. And so if you try and take it away, then it doesn't validate uh, my state of being right now. So but eventually, and you'll see on the metronome video on YouTube, if you look it up, all the little hanger-oners, the metronome's like you've got 100 metronomes going like this. And there's just like one or two that are going against them, but in time, okay? So let, let's look at this as an analogy. If we're showing compassion and love for our brothers and sisters and the kids of today, right, some under some peace, love and understanding, then we move forward collectively and we stop the division that we keep seeing. So talking about vibes and talking about frequency, it's, it's, a, it's a property of physics. It's, it's a principle of this universe we live in. Um, but we can't see it. So when we live as materialists, we say, "Oh, that's all new age fluff." But um, yeah, it's like, for example, like I said about the emotion. So you can you can use certain scientific um, studies to measure scientifically emotions, different changes in the the field, the personal field, and to to heal. Say if you've got a sickness or you've hurt yourself. Um, One of the most important things is to understand that there's a lowering of frequency in that part of your body. And my mentor, when I came out of intensive care, he's now passed on. He was a a master. He was a Kundalini master and um, studied psychology and psychotherapy and transactional analysis and NLP for 45 years. Um, And he used to meditate for two hours every single morning without fail. Um, he said to me all disease is a lowering of frequency in the body and I was like wow okay I've got to get my head around that but then when I walked up to Dr Joe Dispenza at Melbourne University in 2015 he echoed word for word what my mentor had taught me seven years before I met Joe and that is all disease is a lowering of frequency in the body so When people like i'm going to digress here a little bit but you'll see i'll bring it back so when people say to me how did you heal damien and i talk about love i talk about allowing myself to grieve and coming back to coming back to self-love and my willpower if all disease is lowering a frequency in the body so my damaged frontal lobes and temporal lobes and my spine my discs l1 l2 l3 collapsed lungs sternoclavicular joint, my face being surgically cut off and turned inside out while they reconstructed my head. Um, If all the damaged and diseased tissue is at a a lower frequency, then through entrainment, by changing our electromagnetic field, you can raise the frequency of the tissue in your body. And once uh, you raise it back to that state of coherence, because disease is dissonant it's an incoherence in the body and it's exactly what my mentor taught me the first day i walked in to see him then when we entrain that frequency because energy gives life to matter and every atom is spinning it's as i said they're vortices of energy atoms come together to make cells cells come together to make the organs in your body and putting all the organs together collectively make you okay So you can go back the other way with that flow chart and realise that our state of being, which is our mindset and the emotion in our body, when we get that hooked up and there's a congruency there and we're in that state of love, of expression, of gratitude, of saying thank you, of creativity, that raises the frequency of matter and can cause a healing. And that's the placebo effect. And the placebo effect, mind over matter, is well validated now with um, with epigenetics, that we can change our genetic expression with our emotions and with our thought. So yeah, I guess it's like, it's the same thing when <laughs> the analogy there could be, you know, that group of people and they're all going to love, you've still got a couple of people that are in that negative framework. If we just hold space long enough and don't judge them, don't blame them, just hold that, that good vibration, eventually like the metronomes, right? They're going to sort themselves out and then everyone starts ticking to a new rhythm and this is how we change the world, not by focusing on problems, it's by focusing on solutions and to understand that we're all in this together and um, accepting full responsibility for our life, past, present and future, for exactly how it looks. So if, if it is to be, it's up to me, okay? If something's going to change, I'm going to take responsibility for what's happened in my life and not put it on other people. Because what does that do? It lowers my frequency as I move into judgment and blame. Because that's what it is. It's blame. You're blaming someone else. You move into blame, you switch on the hormones of stress, fight or flight nervous system, and it, it pulls from the field to create the chemistry so that you can feel that emotion of blame. Oh, blame. And then you think more blameful thoughts. And then you put it on someone else. And then you can bring them down as well um, through entrainment by by doing that. So it's again, it's just once we see on mass, um, there's there's going to be like a critical point of expansion now with human consciousness that's going to let these last couple of other metronomes wake up and see the 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 failings and the and the faults of this society, parts of the structure of this society, like through the political system, the medical paradigm, the education system that aren't serving us. They don't serve your children or your children's children. They've started serving massive money, corporate interests. Okay. So like there's a lot of money involved in a lot of this stuff now. So I'm excited personally, because I think this is an incredible time in human history to be here. And we are literally seeing, like I said, those last couple of metronomes, but at the moment, there's still millions and millions of those metronomes um, all come into coherence. And then when we all change our frequency, I mean, God knows what we can do with this beautiful world that we live in when we stop arguing and bickering between one another and actually sharing and creating and expressing the true self, the human spirit. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's been an interesting shift, I think this last year too, with, you know, even just everybody having more time to sit with, to sit with things and to be still and to be quiet and i think a lot of people have made a lot of changes over this past you know 12 to 18 months in that way because we haven't been as busy i mean i, I keep busy but <laughs> that's because i'm enjoying what i'm doing but you know in some ways i think it's given time to reflect and and to really dive deep into like those aspects that you're speaking about you know like the creativity and the dreaming and you know, the visualizing again, because when we're constantly going from one thing to the next thing, you know, as it is here in the Western world so much, you know, we miss, we miss that piece. We miss that space, that time to kind of dive in and you know as we know and i'm sure you know in order for us to really access those tools of you know consciousness and to be able to tap into our creativity and have that that space we need to get into the zone and that gap where you know we've got that ability to to listen and to hear and to really you know tap back into the heart and
1: um, the stillness yeah, because yeah, it's all go, 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 dopamine, dopamine, dopamine on top of some more dopamine and then scroll, 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 instant, instant, instant. And we don't mm. start finding our purpose. We don't start finding this space that I'm talking about until you unplug and trust yourself. Come back to what you know. I mean, it's like intuition. I mean, intuition means to be taught from within. It's like that. that's what it means. And so... Since I came out of my coma, I've taught myself from within, in my own way, trusting my own truth for 13 years. And that's how I've been able to beat depression and beat addiction and alcohol and smoking and cigarettes and anxiety and all of it, all of it by myself, even though I was told that wasn't going to be the case. I was told that I would live with this forever. And uh, you know all of these horrific um, prognoses that I was given um, they haven't turned out to be true. So that's what I mean about finding your truth. It's about self-reliance. It's about self-care. Because when we place everything in these structures, if someone turns around and says to you, well, that's it, you're um, you're going to be in pain for the rest of your life. You'll never lift weights. You'll never jog. You'll never go bungee jumping. Um, you'll never smell a rose ever again. And you believe that and move into fear, then that will be your genetic destiny. And we, I know we don't have time in this show to talk about, how the mind-body connection actually works from a scientific point of view, but it's the, the latest biology um, proves that it, that it is possible and that epigenetics is the mind-body connection. That's, that's how we are turning on and turning off certain genetic expressions through um, the environment of the cell, basically. So your thoughts, choices, actions, beliefs, and emotional states and how they impact that. So yeah.
0: and well, and you know, and I know we touched on this briefly and I know we don't have time today to get into it, but even using the meditation as a tool, you know science is showing that when we go into periods of stillness and there you know there's silent retreats and things like that, that the length of the telomeres actually begins to, to grow again. And um, so that just is so interesting, you know and really it's just been, I think the last, know 10 years in science that we've really started to open up the door on this so um i think it's really cool we're going to we're going to have to have a whole other conversation on epigenetics because that's a juicy one
1: <laughs> it's a juicy one yeah
0: it's a juicy one it's a juicy one <laughs> so okay i have to ask you i have to ask you if i could give you a magic wand and, and you could wave it and do anything you want with it what would it be
1: okay it's easy i would give my Experience of awakening the kundalini to everyone in this world. I would I would give that universal consciousness ripping up the spine when I experienced oneness. I would give that to every single person here, so that we could start to understand that we are one mind, one consciousness, um, and the world would change. Instantly, and I know that to be true. So that's what I would do with that wand. The old me would say, well, I'm a famous rock star. <laughs> so, you know, go, go on tour and, you know, play in front of half a million people. But, no, I would, I would allow. I said the moment I reached that space, um, I said if everyone in the world experienced this coming home, this knowing this infinite love and everything that we've heard, the mystics and in different religions and all of this stuff talking about and Jesus Christ and all of this, this universal consciousness moving up the spine and the pineal gland opening. There's no word in the English language that can express. I tried in my book as best as I could, but it doesn't even come close. So that's what I would do with the wand. (laughs) I would do that. And then I'd watch my brothers and my sisters all starting to come together And old structures and old systems start to be replaced by things that are more sustainable. And we'd have more of a view about what's coming and, you know, where we're going to be 12 months from now and five years from now, et cetera. So that would be my, that's my magic wand.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it because, you know, one of my favorite quotes comes um, from is, you know, we don't inherit the land from our ancestors. We borrow it for our children. And so, you know, looking at those things and sustainability and looking forward, I think today is so powerful. And, you know, here at One Million Meditators, we really really fill into that mantra of, I love myself and the planet because everything is so connected. You know, as you say, we're all one consciousness, you know, the energy that we put out onto the earth and, and everything that we do. It's all, it's all, there's the, you know, it's all a wave. It's all together. Um, well, I, I saw,
1: know. I saw this interesting um, thing on YouTube, uh, this guy talking um, and he was saying, uh, he 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 spent his life studying the paranormal at university level as a professor, paranormal and intention and spooky action at a distance because um, uh, obviously the, the field is a unified field of information. That's what the field is. So obviously we are one. That's very obvious. Einstein knew it. But what he said was um, if you believe that you are that image that stares back at you in the mirror. If you believe that you're your job title, then you will suffer. Unfortunately, he said, I'm sorry, but you will live a life of attachment and you'll experience a lot of suffering. But he said he was now in his old, he was probably in his late 70s, he said he'd now you know, let go of that and realise the things that we're talking about here in this podcast, that there is a higher truth and an interconnection between all that exists in this universe, although as a materialist, it seems that everything's separate. Um, You know, the forefathers of quantum physics, they knew that you can't separate one thing from another thing. It's just, it's not possible. So.
0: Well, and I know we totally vibed through music and connected in sync that way. So.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't.
0: (laughs) So before we go, will you play us one more song?
1: Oh yeah, that's right. We better. Okay. Um, yeah. I know well, I have I'll to be mindful of new... your time. I know
0: we're going over, we're doing like a special edition today because this is like golden well, and um, let's let's but... be
1: honest with the with them though. You said to me, you rabbit on so much, Damo, we're gonna have to do a double episode because you don't <laughs> shut up. And I was like, That's good, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think it's perfect. Absolutely love it. And with all your wins and the craziness going on there, it's been good so far. we have made it work.
1: It's been been super successful. So, like, anyone that does want to touch base, anyone that wants any questions or you want to find out more, um, just just hit me up on social media. Music is my Instagram. Um, and now I think, yeah, there'll be some links in the description there somewhere with YouTube and the other bits and pieces. And as I said, my book is just a gift for everyone. It's a Dropbox link, uh, click on it, give it a read. And um, that way, yeah, you can sort of see where I'm coming from and see what I've been able to personally accomplish and overcome in my own life. So that's my gift to you guys. And there'll be a free download of the single as well.
0: Thank you, thank you so much, Damon. Okay guys, get ready, let's groove. All
1: right. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who knows? This is not meant to be an acoustic song. If you check it out on YouTube, you'll see what I mean. But let's see how it works.
2: have for past midnight this time you win but we don't say about anything important so free to be most anything in my life I, I The treatment You're wrecking on you, oh, true oh, oh, eyes open and focus on that wild earth. When we see daylight creeping One more time In a half-life One more time Standing on the highway Look where you've been Screaming for the lifeline I'm not giving in Oh, hold my hand, I'll lead you through the dark nights Well, help roll in and free me from the half-life You're shredding the outline of your time. You're wrecking all you truth White line, well, and you see that I creep One more time, and half life, one more time. Uh Time will. You're wrecking all you you? want to. Don't let me focus on that white line. Let me see the daylight creeping.
0: time I need sound effects like oh I need a button to push that's like yeah <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, got
0: like juicy knobs going
1: <laughs> acoustic version of Half-Life so there we go but check out the, like, the electric version um, it's got more of like a Dirty, 90s, Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of vibe. It's
0: groovy it's groovy and yeah we will drop the links below and for those of you that are watching the replay please hashtag replay and if you are catching this on the podcast on apple apple podcast whatever the name it is now but <laughs> i can't talk today like I'm, I'm just running into these issues um i <laughs> love a review <laughs> we always do we love to hear from you Damien. this has been so wonderful thank you so much for your time Me today pass for sharing your story and your experience. It's just been absolutely incredible. Um, And for those of you who tuned in, thank you so much. Um, It's truly been an honor. We're going to have to do this again because I feel like we've a whole whole new conversation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I, I really appreciate it.
0: Yes, thank you. And stay tuned, guys. This fall, we do have our global meditation coming up and it's going to be extra special this time as we've got some juicy details combining with global heart dance. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up here in September. So thanks again, Damien. Bye, guys. We will be back again next week.